0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Content is Profit. I had to record this episode because I've been going through my notes about something that happened Friday, and I'm super stoked to share this with you. Our alma mater they invited us to go speak at their social Media Day, and uh, this was an event that was highly impactful when uh, we started our business and we actually got there, took a lot of notes and helped us get it started. And we maintained a really good relationship with them. And now we got invited back to collaborate with these creators and uh, and have an awesome discussion. And uh, there was a lot of amazing topics of people that are in the field, just like us, sharing their strategies, their tactics, all they're doing. So we're going to be talking about some trends, the biggest challenges in the industry, and also the biggest advice. And you want to stay to the end because there's one hidden thing that nobody mentioned it. And as soon as I put it out there, there's some polarizing opinions about this. Stay to the end. With that said, let's get rolling. We've got some fresh new young talent doing some things that I know you haven't heard before. One, two, three, listen. Hey, this is Luis and welcome to the Content Is Profit Podcast. In here, you're going to get the insights, accountability, and drive to create consistently and increase your revenue. You're here from top entrepreneurs, creators, and anything and everything you need to know about content, all this while having a good time. The goal of this podcast is simple: entertain, educate, and turn your content into profit that is right guys if you're enjoying the show go ahead hit that follow button so you don't miss any of the episodes and share it share it with your loved ones with the people that have businesses next to you people that are trying to make it happen through social media and content people that you love because that's has been the feedback that we got from the artists. thank you so much for those tuning in every single week so share the love let's go welcome back and we are here as i said before we last friday we were at the social media Day of our alma mater, our University of North Florida. And when we started about seven years ago, it was not what we do today. We were doing actually stickers and vinyl stickers, screen printing t-shirts, and we're trying to figure out this game. And that was an amazing resource that we had as students or recent graduates to go in and learn from the best. Fast forward a few years, and we've gotten invited a few times back to talk to an amazing audience of local entrepreneurs, local business owners, students, people that are playing the game and making sure that they're delivering a ton of value. And it was super fun to reconnect in person. We had about uh, almost 200 people in the room and that was super fun. Like I mentioned, we're going to be talking about top trends of social media, the biggest challenges of social media marketing and uh, one of the best pieces of advice that we've actually heard. So I was going through my notes this weekend and uh, I was like, man, like this, I need to riff a little bit about this because it's amazing. There's a lot of insights and obviously we go in and we dive into our own frameworks and our own production and our own story. And sometimes we forget that there's so many other people out there, just like in our community that are trying different things to each their own. We're big fans of developing your own process, developing your own system to move things forward. So this is why it's so interesting because we had so many leaders, so many people trying different things in one same room. And once this event happens, you get all this information. There was a part in the conference that there there was a moderator and there was like about five people on the stage and they asked different questions and these were people from very beginning stage of businesses to bigger agencies that work with companies like Disney for example somebody that works with specifically marketers somebody that that works with brick and mortar businesses these advice and the pieces of advice sometimes were contradicting each other and that was super interesting to see that dynamic and Fonzie and I were sitting in the back and we're taking all these notes and I think it's super good. Cool. So I want to, I wanted to come in today and share those with you because maybe one of these, if you are driving, listen carefully, you can download air, you can quote the thing and come back to it. But if you are in a place where you can write, I think some of these might be super helpful. Put them down and choose one to go and implement today. We're going to be starting with some of the top trends in social media today. The very big one that every single person mentioning is that podcast, podcasting is training. And this is no surprise yeah in the last two three years we've seen the industry grow we've seen companies like youtube spotify investing big money into podcasting platforms for example youtube is launching the entire, an entire site just dedicated to podcasts and video podcasting and trying to figure out how to monetize that thing. So if a giant YouTube is paying a lot of attention to it, I think businesses need to stay attention to it. And whether that's for the audience and monetizing quickly or for increasing authority and relevancy and trust, like all these play into part, but I think that specific conversation is something for a future episode. So if you want to listen to that, let us know. But the truth is that podcasting is a trend that's happening and a lot of businesses, whether in the B2B, Uh, side or in the small businesses, it should be something that we should consider, right? We're big fans of this, obviously, because it's, it's what we do. But at the same time, it's a, it's a medium where it can allow you to share your thoughts raw or a highly edited if you want. We're fans of raw. And then from there, you can grab this piece of content that you can leverage for our audience or you can leverage to, to test your message, to test your the value that you're putting out to the world and get the reps that you need. Another big trend is like behind the scenes stuff, right? A lot of people, when we talk about our challenge with Facebook Live, that's what it was. It was a bunch of behind the scenes of our daily lives and how we deal with business and content in the same way. So that has been massive, right? There's low friction the production side. We always talk about that. You can just grab your phone and record something. So for small businesses, for example, record your behind the scenes. What's happening behind your business? For we came from the fitness industry, we will record members talking about the studio. What are their thoughts? What's the staff do? Like what do we have lunch? Different things. People like things and topics that your audience might be interested other than the business itself another big trend that was mentioned many times was ugc user generated content so these this was pretty interesting there's a lot of micro creators and micro there's out there that these are people that maybe this is like a a side gig this is a side job that they have they enjoy making content in a very original way each person has their own style and but it's not their main business right but these companies are coming and tagging into these smaller creators; these are audiences from zero to about a thousand or two thousand or five thousand. These are not millions of followers, but these are these micro influencers that maybe for the company is not big and a massive investment upfront, but then this creator can get some side money and create some content around it. A good example of this is a company called Earthkind, right? They do natural, natural rodent repellent right and if you go to their tiktok right now it's super interesting because it's all about that user-generated content about very funny situations and skits and people can get really creative sometimes more creative than internal marketing team, So maybe that's something that you want to consider. You can find all these people by hashtag UGC on Twitter. There's a ton of people offering their services and showing their examples. And if you dive deep into Gary V's company called Sasha, they're the ones that serve these businesses. When you go to the back and you see the companies that they're sharing, remember we mentioned this in the last episode, look what big companies are doing, right? Maybe look, find that list of clients. And go see what they're doing on social media. Is it working? Is it resonating with their audience? And keep in mind, this is not to copy them, but to model maybe on something that can be useful for you, can be easy to create, can be easy to move that production forward. Another one that we mentioned was Facebook communities or communities in general are massive, obviously, depending on like where your community likes to hang out. Some spaces are Reddit for communities about certain topics, right? You have Facebook groups, obviously, so By the way, we do have an amazing Facebook group called Content is Profit. So you can go check it out and and join our family, the content family. I think we have about 300 people. So shout out to our content fam. But keep in mind, each audience is going to be different depending on where you communicate or where you do that. Discord is a place. I'm personally not a big fan. We've been in paid communities where you have a platform called Circle. So there's all these avenues that as a business, you can leverage to build that community. Let's see what else. This is good. Maybe we don't need to follow trends. Everybody was talking about trends and this dance here, this music here, TikTok. And you, you probably have seen all those ads um, on social media. But like, hey, maybe your videos are not grabbing traction. Maybe you need this software to, to pick up the trendy song, blah, blah, blah. I'm personally not a big fan. <laughs> I was going to apologize, but not really. I'm not going to apologize for those that I maybe I offended. It's because in our journey, we try to follow trends for so long and we never got anything type of traction we never got any type of forward movement in our company and the second we decided to just stay true to ourselves stay true to the form of content that comes not like not in a natural way to us which is talking this to this camera long form content podcasts and video podcasts that's when things started to happen to us. So the fact that we didn't pay attention to these trends at the very beginning, it was really helpful to get the ball moving and start producing because if we don't produce content, then nothing happens, right? So maybe we don't follow trends. And what we really need to be focusing on is what is, what's the true value that I want to deliver to to our audience, right? So there, there was a point in our podcast that once we were masters of production and we were able to continue consistently we decided to then, okay, let's see what's happening there. What's the data that comes in? So there's a moment for everything. It's just that sometimes following those trends can be very overwhelming if you're starting out, right? If you are a bigger company and you can assign resources to that, absolutely, absolutely go for it, but we got to understand where we are. So for example, if you're having if you're having trouble trying to identify where you are, look at these elements. Look at how do you create content? Is it you? Do you have a team? How do you produce it? Do you have a fractional team that goes in? Do you have an internal editor that can create that based on those trends? Are you doing the research? Is your team doing the research, right? How do we distribute this content? What platform do we put this content on? Is it organic? Is it paid? There's a ton of elements that sometimes to the naked eye the it can be very difficult to identify. So if you need some help with this, come to the community, Contents Profit Facebook group, come in, we do we're planning on doing. Ooh, this is going to be so awesome. Open office hours to, so we can answer all those questions and we can bring experts as well in their respective fields and talk about this. But also send us a message at Biz on Instagram and we're able to get back to you. This is part of what we do in our service, Content Momentum, every single day. This was very interesting to me. There was a, there was a gentleman, Eddie, he has a, a big agency in in Orlando, Florida, and one of their biggest clients is Disney, right? And he mentioned the big miss on social media is actually being social. And this is interesting because we've experienced some friction in our own platform where we've been getting busier and busier, right? So it's harder to get back to people that message us. One example is if you're coming from LinkedIn and I probably message you, there is a good chance that I haven't got back to you. And it's because I just, I'm struggling to have the time. There's so much going on. And that's something that I am openly working on and making sure that I can get back to you As soon as i can because it's us we don't have people behind that but eddie is super interesting he said that he has four people that he's trained specifically to go out and proactively this is a keyword proactively go out and engage with customers with people that are commenting on them very service oriented right asking them providing resources and some of this so this is super interesting because everybody's so busy on what do i create how do i create like all these things at the very front that and then uh, it's hard to conquer, right? I'm not going to lie. It is very hard to stay consistent for so long. But once you do, then we forget that all that information that we're putting out there is to serve a type of customers and they might be asking questions on that social media. So that was one of the biggest nuggets I personally took and uh, we're actively looking to hire people to to help us on that. So if you're interested, send me a message at these bros go. <laughs> all right. So those were some of the top trends that I highlighted through throughout my notes and through our discussions now let's go to what is the biggest challenge on social media marketing today? And it was, I was going to say funny, but it's pretty interesting that every single person that was there had a very different cha- challenge, right? And for some people is monetizing. How do I actually monetize this? For some people it's like, how do I produce it? How do I create it? For some people is how do I find my ideal customer? All these things that marketing is really connected with the sales, with, with your sales and your business. So, the very first the line that I have here is ROI is a big problem, return on investment. And as an agency, as a service provider, we have this conversation often because when we go out there and we're we're explaining what we do on like how do we turn one long piece of content into multiple pieces, and then how does that connect to your sales? So we're talking about an investment, right? And the people the, the, that we work with. They need a return on that investment. Every single business has this. The way that they tackled this conversation in the conference was around CPM cost per thousand. And this could be a thousand views, thousand downloads. And we actually had a, we had actually a situation like that in our podcast where one of the sponsors decided to pull out because uh, the CPM was very high for them, even though we were making probably, I think uh, right now we're at $1,200 per episode not on sponsorship. And if you want to know more about that, we do have the Six Frigo platform. So reach out to us. And that's a whole program that we can, we actually teach you how to do that. And we can guide you through the whole process, whether that's a service or the product. But a lot of the perspective of these companies is like, okay, I'm going to invest on the cost per thousand downloads which it doesn't have to be, right? What's the return on investment? For a lot of people, it can be, I, I am paying for a fractional team because I've spent a whole year trying to hire somebody, trying to train, and that has a higher cost of a system that's already in place, for example. So we're big fans of that because that's exactly what we do. We help people save thousands and thousands of dollars in that return on investment. So a big miss, a big problem that's happening. One of the biggest challenges is that people don't know how to explain this when they're trying to put out there. Maybe it's because you're focusing on the, on the wrong things like sponsorships, right? Where maybe a show is not big enough, right? So there's other ways that you can monetize that you can return an investment. If you have any specific questions, reach out to us. But, you know, I understand if we're going through this. There's a rise, right? Not only on content for social media, for example, but there's a rise on streaming TV. This is like Apple TV, Disney Plus. Obviously, you know, the big ones, Netflix, all these things. But there's also a bunch of smaller networks and apparently, this is what the person was doing. We haven't had any personal experience in this medium. But if you do, I would love to hear from you um, that they've been having a lot of success advertising in TV, and the stream TV, like uh, Hulu, uh, YouTube videos, different things like that, Apple TV, because there's a lot less competition, right? Like you hear, you see all those Facebook ad uh, ads, Facebook ad ads, or now the TikTok ads, right? All this stuff. And it can be very easy very competitive. So your cost per click can go up now. When if you go to a place or a blue ocean where there's not too much competition, maybe there's an opportunity for you, big if your audience is there. This is exactly what they were talking about, right? The cost per thousand downloads on social is too high versus a streaming channel. So if you are putting your money and you're advertising in these platforms, I think this can be. A really good, a really good indicator, right? A, a lot of the challenges that we're looking at it's like, okay. How do we actually bring creativity where we advertise? How we are, pre- how are we presenting those those ads? How are we presenting? How are we creating them? And there was a presentation that we went to recently. I forget the name, but she actually crossed a million dollars in sales out of an ad that she recorded in the bathroom while while sitting in a pretty interesting. She was very creative, very low friction. She recorded it with her phone and she crushed a million dollars in her product because of that ad. So, how can we start looking at the content that we put out there, whether that's organic or whether that's paid in a very creative way? How can you create an experience for us, for our show, the intro, the music, all the things when we when we bring a guest is part of the whole experience because we are talking to that one person in the audience who's our guest. And then through that interaction, we communicate with the people that listen to the show. So let me know, are we being creative? What do you want to hear? One of the biggest challenges for a lot of people is focus. There's a lot of There's a lot of distraction out there and I'm sure you know what I'm talking about, right? There's so many platforms. There's so many types of content. Like, what do I decide? What do I do, right? How do I do it? Even the the challenge of trying to figure out what to do and then from that, like, how do you actually do it is big enough. And we had that distraction for many years. We have four or five years that we're trying to figure out different ways And it wasn't until we found this medium that we felt really comfortable and we started to be consistent that then after picking that medium, we were decided to start. So focus is a big challenge. So are you being focused right now with your efforts on social media, on marketing, on content, like the way that you produce it, the way that you create it? Because we got to conquer consistency. How can we be consistent? So make sure that you pick one thing and then you move forward with that. Focus on true value. Like what is the actual value you bring into to the table? Are you just talking? Are you just riffing, right? Or are you giving actionable steps? Are you sharing insights from the industry that maybe other people don't have access to? For example, this episode today. There's another challenge, right, where <laughs> this was hilarious because we've lived this, right? We've lived this when people are trying to hire different agencies. You see this job posting where it's like, hey, I look somebody to do my social media channel, my YouTube channel, do the research, do the posting, do the distribution, does outbound, all this thing. And then the price like 15 bucks an hour. And you're like, what is this? And this, there's, this shows that there's a massive gap in education when it comes to what's required to do a very amazing job in the media, the modern media world, right? So as we started developing our process, as we started developing our, our podcast, and I'm sure that you are in the same spot when you develop your content. You start discovering that there's so many steps to it, right? What's the research step? Like, how do I create? What's the equipment that we need, right? How do we produce this? What are the tools that we need to use? What's the flow? What's the storytelling, right? How do we actually put this out there to the world? Is it a distribution channel? Is there many tools, right? Is it organic? Is it paid? All these things that come to play that for a lot of companies right now, what they're doing is they're hiring full-on teams to handle this, right? But there's still some businesses out there. There's still some people out there that they think that one person can do it all. And expectations are completely off the rails. So if you are a business, just make sure that when you put this post out there and you're looking for people to help you, make sure you set up clear expectations. Make sure you ask around, hey, what are some things that you see in the industry? Maybe this is not a position for just one person. Maybe it's two or three people. Maybe it's a job for a fractional team, for example, when it comes to content production. So keep this in mind because it's something that's showing up very awesome right we need it's almost like when we onboard a new client we need a state of the art educating them on what is the state of social media at the time obviously another challenge and this is the we encounter this every single day i was actually having a conversation yesterday in the coffee show with somebody that comes in and he came from this conference he was so excited that he was out there with all the speakers he wants to be a speaker and we started geeking out on content and types of content right all these channels are ever evolving. And he asked me this question. He's said like, hey, Luis, how do you know, can you ever find a, a format or a style or like a framework or a flow, right? That you're like, oh, this is it. This is the one that hits. And then, and then that's it forever. And the answer, honestly, what I think today is no, I don't think so because all these channels are evolving, are changing. Two years ago, we never thought that the rise of short videos was going to be a thing. Everybody was talking about the 20 minute YouTube video, the five, six minute YouTube video, And it's because creators like Casey Neistat, for example, on YouTube was a hit because of his seven, eight minute videos. But then there's another YouTuber that came on four minute videos, 425, right? And and all his videos was four minutes, 25 seconds. So everybody started doing four minutes, 25 seconds, right? But they don't realize that there's been years of testing and different things to find their style and they feel comfortable doing that just like the podcast that you listen to, just this podcast, right? We feel comfortable doing interviews, so we're going to continue to do it. But then we can adapt based on that framework on how can we create for other platforms. What can we test? Can we be fast enough? Can we be frequent enough to make sure that we can put a ton of content and then go back to the data and see what works? Did the headline work? Did the seven on the podcast sell like the seven-day downloads is it high? Is it lower than usual, right? If it's high, it worked. Maybe the headline is really good, right? What are the 30-day downloads? Is it good? Do we need to change something? So in the podcasting world alone, there's a lot of elements. And then if you go tackle all their social media challenges, there's a lot more. So keep that in mind as you start to develop it, the, your strategies. And making sure that you leave some room for experimentation, hypothesis, testing things out because everything changes very quickly. Now we're gonna go and close out the show with a few pieces of advice. The last one <laughs> is my favorite. Is the one that I, the one I mentioned. I put on Twitter and it, it caused some fire, and <laughs> I got some good comments, some bad comments, and I'm gonna share. It. But I think is this was resonated with me a ton. One of the first pieces of advice that we listened to was step back from constantly absorbing other content in order to keep it authentic. This is this comes to overwhelm. And I had this battle with Fonzie a few times, right? He loves to read. He loves to read multiple ideas. And I love to consume content in different ways as well. Listen to books. But it's funny, once you start consuming a lot of content from the same topic, let's say sales, and you read 20, 30 books, right? You start to see that there's a lot of contradiction between these books, right? How I was able to fix was I was able to pick the ones, the few that I resonated the most that inspire action to move forward. So as you consume content, right? If we're putting in the context, Uh, of content make sure that you pick one style two styles like things that you can be like okay this is doable for me this is doable for my company and then go with it sometimes we can get very overwhelmed what other people are doing because we only see one small part but we don't know maybe that there's a ton of years behind them with experience there's a ton of resources in the back of this even though that something might look very homemade there's a ton of stuff maybe they have a five people four people three people team but you'll be very very surprised of the things that we found. When we go and we ask people about their teams, because that's what we sell. We sell a fractional content team, right? And some things that we think because of the front product is not developed enough because of X X standards that we might be holding that from. There's a massive process behind that person is really proud of. and has been helping them move the things forward, right? With that said, there's a lot of people that don't have processes and things that they haven't developed. So they might need some help. What is what you put in in the focus on, like we mentioned earlier, right? Content is a nut, right? We have to... There's a lot of people that start content because they want to make money. I actually had a conversation with Alex and Philippe. Shout out. He's a guest on the... He's been a guest on the show and he owns a software called Podmatch where you can match with guests. And it's amazing. And they've been developing it. They're in-house. They're from here, from Florida. And... uh, There's a lot of people we're talking about. He's very frustrated because there's a lot of people that start their podcast and after episode seven, they're done. And I started asking him like, why is this happening? Have you asked him? Yeah, they have different service. And it's because most likely it's people that are starting this journey out of a place of making money, right? As a creator. And sometimes... That doesn't come very fast, right? For us, I think our story is a little bit different just because first we tried for four years beforehand. And then finally, when we started, we decided to have a very unique approach and utilize this podcast very quickly to to sell a service because we were going to run out of business. Very quickly. We have about 60 days. So our case is very different. But we go to it was not because of the audience that was listening to the pod it was because we were actually doing a very conscious effort to developing relationships and actually following up with a lot of the people that we were connecting to because we know that we provide a ton of value so are you providing a ton of value are you creating this kind of relationships i was watching a video last night about a youtuber that goes out and is asking like do you remember when did you monetize your channel for the first time and almost every single answer came after years, after years, and hundreds of videos being posted on the platform. You don't have to wait for years or hundreds of videos, right? There's a way. And another plug: we have the Six Frigo Platform. Is we're actually teaching and we're walking you through this process on how to get to that point a little bit faster. If you are a service provider or you have a consultancy or something like that, right? Keep that in mind as you move. And are you creating pro- from a place of service? Are you creating from or from a place of scarcity. There's another one, right? What's the biggest piece of advice is, are you actually putting a high quality piece of content versus a very automatic or polluting the internet with what we call cheap content? It could be something that somebody, an AI machine wrote because of, based on certain words, and it's just put out there for SEO purpose. Is that actually helping your person? Is it actually serving your audience? I don't think so. We create this podcast because we love this topic, because we love connecting with people, because it is a way for us to connect our content into the revenue of the business. Because we can provide a service, right? That's the reason we personally create. Like, how do? Why do you create, right? And uh, keep in mind, maybe less frequency is necessary for that content to be a little bit higher quality. So, obviously, we massively fans of quality of the message over quality of the production to get it out there and then as you get resources you can elevate that production level don't forget to multi-purpose another thing right and uh how we tackle multi purpose is multi purpose planning ahead of time, making sure that if you create one piece of content, you know exactly where the output is going to go. So, is that audio, is that video, is that multiple pieces of audio planning ahead of time? It's going to save you a ton of time. It's going to save you a ton of resources. It's going to help you communicate that with your team. So, make sure you do that. And then there's a the second part, which everybody calls repurposing. I do not like that word at all because you're grabbing and changing the value of something that was created for a certain thing and then you're changing it. Right. Maybe it's good. Maybe it's not. But if you multipurpose from ahead of time, it's even better. But sometimes, right, you can grab older content and maybe grab the topic, repackage it, right. Retalk about it with new stories, new new things, and then you share it out to the world again. And that can be very useful. So this should be another episode. Just multi-purpose versus repurposing. I think that would be cool. If you think that would be cool, let me know in the DMs. And then the last thing which I really love, this came from the agency owner that works with Disney, It's like, he sat there for a second and he said, I hate to be this person. I really hate to be this person, but... Do you have bills? Raise your hand. And everybody's yeah, raising their hands. Do you have to pay those bills? Raise your hand. And everybody's raising your hands. Right. So, are you gonna pay those bills with likes and shares? <laughs> and I love this because we had an experience with somebody from the inner circle in the, in the clickfunnels community, and he said the same thing. We're struggling to say this. We're selling to the wrong people. This is at the beginning of our journey. And he's like, "Hey, do you wanna, you know, you wanna make your social media fat. Or you wanna make your wallet fat." And he said it in different words, but. Both times is so real. And that changed our view forever. People are like, how do you sell? One of the questions was, how do you actually sell when your social media is only 800 followers? And he's, just look at the clients that we've been working with. And obviously, there's an effort. And I don't say this of us. That's exactly what he said. And he works with Disney and bigger, big, bigger companies. Uh, but I thought it was hilarious because it is absolutely true. Sometimes we focus so much on this number of followers. And I was looking at these YouTubers and I'm like, man have so much potential, right? They're focusing on their subscriber number, but then what? They're trying to figure out how to monetize one one thing, and they can't provide so much value on the back end with different things, probably different expertise. So you as a business, you have the advantage that you have that back end product, back end service. And now it's a fun part to try to create something that resonates with your ideal client, try to discover that. And that's a beautiful process. So go ahead, lean in. All right, time for me to, to share my polarizing topic of the day. And I think this is my theory. And you told me if I'm right or wrong. Everybody ignores talent as a key element to their content production. Everybody or most people think that they're really good at their content production. Once they get going, at the very beginning, there's some friction there. But once they get going, once they're publishing, I haven't seen somebody said, I suck at this. This is why I do it maybe once or twice, but I think most people, if they're constantly publishing, they think they're actually good. And it's, it's very funny because we work with a lot of companies that there might be really good experts at the thing that they do, and they might be the best at what they do. But when we create content, they might not be the best attractive character for the content that we're delivering. And I think it's Amigo. When we confront and we're like, hey, maybe we need to elevate our skill on this specific channel, on this specific type of thing that we're doing, you're really good at real estate, you're really good at taxes, you're really good at your business, but are you actually really good at creating content, sharing stories? Are you really good at summarizing ideas and delivering value? Are you really good? And I think this is something that hurts a lot of people to hear. Maybe they're not here to, at least that's our experience. And that's not an easy conversation to have. So when I put this thought out there, it was, huh, maybe talent, right, is a thing. And I heard it from the first time from Alex Ramosi, he shut out for him. One of the biggest levers in this content, apart from frequency, apart from volume, apart from being consistent, is how good are you to deliver that to your audience? So I'm going to leave that. As a last thought, and let me know what resonated with you. What are you actually, what do you write down and what is the one thing that you're going to do to move things forward? All right, that was good. I'm getting ready. It's Sunday night as I'm recording this. I'm ready to go watch House of Dragon. So if you're watching House of Dragon, let me know and we can maybe comment the episodes together. With that said, guys, thank you so much for tuning to the Contents Profit Podcast. Go ahead and follow the show in your favorite platform and on social media. At Base Bros. go. you're enjoying these episodes, go ahead and hit the follow button of the show. Download a few other episodes. Go back, listen to the episodes, and let us know what you think. Share it with your friends. See you later.